We have confirmation now that an EF2 tornado did indeed hit Uxbridge at around 1.15 p.m. on Saturday. Maximum wind speeds of 195 kilometers per hour, a large swath of damage right across the province, perhaps most intense to the eastern portion of the province uh, in Uxbridge and then on towards Ottawa. On Saturday, I was near Bonaco Provincial Park. That's about an hour's north of Belleville when that storm rolled through. Fortunately, uh, everyone was okay uh, in our immediate area. But the number of trees that came down, crushing cars, there's a tree leaning against my mother-in-law's cottage as we speak. The randomness of it and the speed of it was terrifying, really, to think of. I mean, those trees, enormous, coming down so quickly. Now, are we prepared in this province for what is coming our way with climate change? Joanna Akim is Managing Director of the Intact Center on Climate Adaption at the University of Waterloo and joins me on the program. Hi, Joanna. Hello. So when we talk about being prepared, how possibly could we be prepared for the kind of thing that we saw on Saturday? Well, I think, um, you know, the the windstorms are, we, we have been kind of saying that kind of extreme events will get more frequent. So I think it is foreseeable that these kind of events will occur more frequently into the future. Um, and, you know, we can prepare in some extent, for example, making sure we're proactively maintaining trees near our transmission lines and that we're, you know, building things to withstand higher wind forces. There's, you know, there's obviously a limit to how much money you also want to spend on, um, you know, kind of adapting for something that happens rarely. So, you know, there's been a lot of question about, well, should we not just bury all our transmission lines? But there's obviously a price tag on that. Um, So um, I think that that the answer to the question is that we are not, sufficiently prepared and we don't put enough urgency on the preparation in in Canada we tend to focus on climate action mainly on uh, mitigation on reducing our greenhouse gases Um, and we've seen much less attention to adaptation though I think the the kind of the occurrences of last year we saw extreme heat we saw wildfires we saw flooding and now we're seeing wind so we're kind of bouncing from one disaster to the next and you know the hope is that at some point we, we it's a, enough wake-up calls to actually take action to reduce the risk on the ground. I was speaking with Hydro One yesterday and talking about these very this very issue about you know burying lines or i mean is it just madness to put all of these hydro poles back up and then lord knows how long it's going to be before they all blow down again and the response was a expense as you mentioned and b doesn't necessarily mean it won't be susceptible to flooding so i mean how do we possibly prepare our infrastructure for this I think that's that's the that's the problem is that even if we do bury all our cables like you know the substations and things like that there's also flood risks to think of so i think one of the things is that um utility companies in in canada are not mandated to have done a climate risk assessment some have some are actually reporting on those risks um, but not all of them have and you know resilience is not transparent or consistent across the country or across the province so it's not transparent what the risks are and that people have them in mind and are taking action on them. So I think, you know, that kind of transparency would really help build confidence that we are actually moving forward and progressing on making our infrastructure more resilient. Joanna, I only have about a minute left. We're in the middle of a provincial election campaign. What would you like to see 
uh, front and foremost in this campaign when it comes to our infrastructure and our electricity grid? I think I'd like to see um, you know money invested in adaptation, and uh, that being a uh, you know not just a governmental exercise, but also informing people about what they can do because it's not just our infrastructure; it's also our homes, and there's actually quite a lot that we can do around our own homes, uh, like flood for, to prevent flood risk, to prevent extreme heat risk, to uh, if people in wildfire areas to prevent wildfire. So. There's actually not that much awareness and kind of societal awareness of how we can actually adapt how we live and how we how we have you know, our, our actual homes. So I think I'd like to see much more kind of involvement of the public, public awareness raising, and you know, it's all moving in the same direction rather than it being seen like a, a governmental uh, jurisdiction. Joanna, great talking to you. Appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. Joanna Akim is with the Intact Center on Climate Adaptation at the University of Waterloo.